welcome back to another episode of Something Breathes with Donald Burr, and this is episode 30. And I think it was yesterday, or yesterday, I believe, I seen like a, I seen on Twitter, I seen that Jason Whitlock, you know, who hosts, who hosts his show on FS1 or whatever, saying that Odell Beckham isn't going to be a number one receiver on the Browns, like, what? Like, when I seen that, I'm like, this dude, I mean, I've already known that Whitlock is a straight-up buffoon, a clown, but I didn't think that he would say something this, like this stupid. Um, I, I, I honestly feel like he just says things, I feel like he just says things just to get, like, just to get a reaction. That's what, like, that's what it seems like. I feel like he just says things just to start controversy, just to have people like myself talking or whatever or anybody else. But to say that Odell Beckham, you know, isn't or can be a number one receiver on the Browns, so are you saying that Jarvis Landry is better than him? Like, come on now. And 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 you don't think Jarvis knows that Odell is better than him? Don't get me wrong, they're both elite receivers, but Jarvis knows that, that Odell's better, but Jarvis also knows that if Odell's on the team, then that means more one-on-one coverage for him. So, so I don't, I don't really, you know, get that as well. But Jarvis, like for one, Jarvis wanted, Jarvis wanted Odell to play with him. So you don't think that he's gonna accept that role of being a number two receiver? Like you have to, you have to, you know you know, create your offense around Odell Beckham. You'll be a freaking buffoon, a fool to, like, to not do that. But for him to, like, you know, say that Odell's, you know, not a number one or can't be a number one receiver on that team, Odell can be a number one receiver on any team in the NFL if we're just keeping it real. I mean, of course, he's playing with Julio or AB or someone like that, but besides that, I mean, he's a, he's a, a, a number one receiver on any team in the NFL. And and one thing that's that's confusing to me about Jason Whitlock is that it seems like he he always has a problem with the with the players that are trying to well that like that like control the narrative and the players that you know control their fate you know the players that are like more outspoken you know or or people in general who are, who are outspoken like why does he like like why doesn't he like Odell Beckham like he was saying like you know. That basically Odell was the was the problem in New York, but no one's but but you're not blaming that O line in in New York. You're not you're not blaming um you're not blaming Eli. You're not blaming that horrific defense that was getting torched. No, he we he won't blame them, but he'll blame Odell Beckham because Odell Beckham's the outspoken one. Odell Beckham is like the fiery guy. He's 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 that kind of player. So it's so it's so it's really easy to to you know find someone to blame. But like I said, I feel like he just says things just to just just to spark controversy. But none of the things he says makes sense. Like there's no logic behind anything that like that that he says. You know, and he was also you know talking about how how A B was the problem also in you know in Pittsburgh and you know that. That it was an issue, basically, for him, you know, demanding a trade and doing all all that stuff and whatever, right? 
but he he wants to point the finger at 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 AB. But is he pointing the finger at the at the at, at the Pittsburgh defense? Is he pointing the finger at probably the main problem in Pittsburgh, Big Ben? No. Never points the finger at Big Ben. Big Ben is the one who and and and, and Big Ben is the player that, that 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 always points the fingers to the other players when they like when they mess up. You don't think that's that's toxic for like a locker room? But but he won't ever blame Big Ben. And I, and I, and and I'm pretty sure he already has. I'm pretty sure he has strong feelings, you know, and 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 hate against Le'Veon Bell for for holding out. So I don't I don't understand that, like you know, and and what people don't realize is that there there's there there's only a small one percent, if that, of players that can really control their destiny. Players that can say, hey, I don't want to be here. It's too toxic for me. I'm not happy. I want to trade. A guy like AB can do that. A guy like uh, like Julio Jones can do that. Odell Beckham could do that. Any top player in any position can do that. Because they know that eventually they'll get they'll get traded, but there's going to be other teams that that are going to give up anything, you know, to like get these players, so they know that they can go anywhere they want to, you know. Essentially, like they can go anywhere they want to, but it's only like that small percentage, that small group of players. Not every player can do that. That's why I don't understand what the issue is. You know, uh, uh, a second string guy or a third string guy or a special teams guy, they can't they can't sit up here and demand trade and say, "Oh, I'm not happy. I can't be here." Well, sure they can do it, but they won't have a job. They'll have, you know, they'll be they'll be cut within the next hour. So I think it's I think it's good that that like that like these top players are are creating their own narrative and saying, hey, if I'm not happy here, I'm good enough. I'm I'm elite enough to where I can I can do that. And it's not like for for example, it's 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 not like A B is just was you know you know was just demanding a trade. You know, or or wanted to leave just because he didn't want to leave just because it was, it was because of Big Ben. Same reason why Le'Veon Bell didn't want to play either, partially for for money, but another reason was Big Ben, and he said it in an in an, in an interview. So I don't see the issue with 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 players controlling the narrative, con- players saying, "Hey, I want to, I don't want to be here." Oh. You're trying to trade me to, to to Buffalo? Nah, not happening. You know, only A, B, or, or a small a small group of guys can do that. If you're a practice squad guy, you can't you can't say, "Oh, I don't want to be here." It's not gonna work. You know, but but overall, that that's just my my issue with 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 Whitlock. He he is like he doesn't like. And I and I and I think he he played a little bit of college ball as an O lineman or whatever, but he's still he's still he's still stupid. He he doesn't make any sense. He just I feel like he just says things just to have an argument, or he just he, or he just says things that are the opposite of what you say. And I'm not saying agree with everyone or anything like that, but he just says things because he knows it's going to spark controversy. 
you know. And even think about this. Even even let's let's even go back to like you know Levar Ball. Why did he hate Levar so much? Why did he hate Levar so much? Because you couldn't tell Levar anything, and you were and he was gonna do anything and everything he wanted to do. You couldn't control him. He, he has his own brand. He had all of that. He 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 created his his, his own leverage. So what the hell were you going to tell LeVar Ball? Why do you think he he didn't like him? Why do you think he didn't like him? You know? And I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I, I don't want to go too deep in it. Um, but I just, I, just, I just feel Willock is just a straight idiot, a buffoon. Um, I want to say another word, but I want to keep it PG. But he he literally has no idea what he's talking about, and for and 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 to be honest, I don't even watch those shows. I don't even watch Whitlock. I mean, if I if I if 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 I see it online, then you know, then I'll I'll like just take a look at it just 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 to see what they're what they're talking about. And if it's really out there, then I'll comment on it. But if not, I'll just kind of keep to myself. But to say Odo Beckham is not a number one receiver or cannot be a, a, a number one receiver on that team is just stupid. And 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 basically he's he's he, he's saying that Odell's going to create like a toxic environment in Cleveland. For one, are you saying Odell will create a toxic environment in New York? Because New York was toxic, you know. Regardless, New York was toxic anyways. They weren't going to do anything anyways. You know, they weren't going to they weren't going to contend. They weren't going to make any pushes or or or, or anything like that. So how are you going to say he's going to create a toxic environment when the Browns organization has been toxic for the past, toxic and cursed for the past 10 years? You know, and and who was it that, that said it? A former NFL receiver, T.J. Husimizada, or no, no, it wasn't. It was uh, Sean Merriman, former linebacker. But he was saying that having a guy, having a guy like Odell Beckham you know, could have won you those two or three overtime games that you had last year. The Browns were close to making it to the playoffs. So imagine having that having that X factor, having that guy like Odell Beckham. That would have got you over the hump. That would have got you those 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 wins. So Odell Beckham, like I don't like like I don't think he's gonna go to Cleveland and start demanding the ball. I think now he just like like he wants to win. He wants to win. Of course, in New York, he's fighting for that contract. He wanted that nice deal because he knew his worth. But now he got he got the bag. Now it's like, hey, now I'm trying to win. And 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 whether if and whether if I have, you know, sixty catches or if I have ninety catches, as long as we win, and, and as long as there's a good end result, who cares? You know what I mean? That's that's just that, that's just how I see it. I don't think Odo's going to be toxic. In Cleveland, and and I and I feel like Whitlock, I I feel like he fears and he has envy against those players who just have that dog in them, those those players, but you can't tell anything. How can you literally say? And, and this is my, my last comment. How can you literally say Odell Beckham cannot be a number one receiver on the Browns? How? And to be honest, Odell. Jarvis are both elite, but Jarvis is not on Odell's level. 
He's just not. Is is Jarvis trash? Absolutely not. Jarvis is elite. He, he, he can start on pretty much any team or any and every team in the NFL. And it could be it could be the number one on on on, on many um NFL teams. But but Odell can be the, the number one receiver on every NFL team. That's that's the difference. And now that he has a guy that can that can that can get him the ball, man. You tell me if you wouldn't be mad if you couldn't get the ball. If you weren't getting the ball. I mean, it's like, like she's like, we're losing. Let me at least get, like, get my catches in. But that's just how I feel about it. Appreciate it to everybody, any and everybody who has been listening to my podcast. I really appreciate the support. Be sure to check out my other episodes. Let me know what you think. Also, to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you have an Android, you can also follow and you can subscribe. You can listen to this podcast on on, on Spotify as well. And once again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SB Podcast Sports. Thank you, everyone, and I'm out.